If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Monday, March 10th, 2023. It's actually a Friday, but my schedule's all fucked up. I'm one of your hosts, <laughs> Greg Miller, alongside Forbes 30 Under 30, a.k.a. the second best baby blues in San Francisco, a.k.a. the New York Times quoted at Tim Gettys. Let's him host. Greg, I am so happy to have you back here. I've missed the energy. You know, me and Bless have been holding it down. We've been yeah. having a lot of fun, but I'm excited that you're here with me today. I'm excited to be here on the holiest of the holy holidays, Mario Day. Mario Day. Are you celebrating? How are you celebrating with your family, Mario? You know, Day I, I'm actually, I'm actually really excited to celebrate. I, the Mario Kart uh, DLC Wave Four came out, and I haven't, I didn't get to touch it yesterday. So I think that tonight. It's party time, you know? I told G, cancel your plans. It's Mario Day. But also, my plan is to just watch this trailer for the hundredth time, over and over and over, because I am completely obsessed with it, Greg. This movie is going to be incredible. If you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, the final Super Mario Brothers movie trailer came out yesterday. Uh, kind of funny, has a million things going on. So there was no, hey, here's the big, let's go watch it, let's go do it, blah, blah, blah. So we're doing it today. I have not watched it. But I have seen Tim meltdown on Twitter yes. with screenshots and things and Brian Altano looking at this thing and some Mario Kart thing. And there's a whole bunch of Mario stuff going on. Yeah. And I'm uh, very excited for you to see it. I, I couldn't wait. And I was like, I, would, I, I need to do a live reaction. I'm just breaking sure. this shit down. I need to make sure that I, I, I'm ahead of the curve. I'm ahead of the Greg Miller. Not that I would need to be. I'm sure like within first watch, I'd be like, boom, boom, boom. Uh, but there's a lot of magic going on. Speaking of magic, Greg, I do want to let everybody know that we're working on some magic at the studio. Some like beautiful, beautiful magic that'll help the studio run a lot better. So that's why we are in a work from home set right now. Uh, Kevin is rebuilding the entire brain of the studio. So that's that. More importantly, what is this outfit? I need you to stand up or stand back. I can't because yes. what it, if you're if you're an audio listener, we got a teal hat, normal, but then this very loud blue bomber jacket. Okay, so this is just for the game's daily look. I, I was wondering, I didn't know if it was going to be I mean, some kind of Nintendo thing that it was a tie-in to Mario Day. I don't know if it's Day. a loud no. blue. It's like an Easter green kind of thing. Well, it's, yeah. well it's, got that, it's got that sheer fabric, so it's bouncing loudly. That's fair. So here, here's the thing. I want to let you know. I'm taking it off now. I was just a little cold, so I put it on right like It was the okay. last second before the show choice. Now, I'm going to let you all in on something, and you're going to love this one, Greg. Okay? Sure, I'm I, I appreciate you calling this thing out. That's what I do. I, that's not a wear out jacket. That is my pajama bomber jacket. Got All it. right. This is work Got from it. home, Tim, right now. I haven't been able to wear. We haven't seen work from pants. home, Tim, in quite a while. We haven't seen work from home. Yeah, look at that. He's wearing his MeUndie pants I, and MeUndie socks and MeUndie it shirt. Feels, it feels old. But yeah, that is, that is actually my, my sleep bomber jacket because that's the type of man I am, Greg. Doesn't it feel crazy to be back in the work from home setup? It does. This doesn't feel right. I, there's a weird beauty filter on me and I don't know how to turn it off. <laughs> It seems to have gotten better on my end, at least. Yeah. I, I think that might have been just like Discord doing something weird, but your camera's coming in clear, and it doesn't look like you're getting Instagram filtered anymore. <laughs> it's an adventure, Greg. Let me it's always an adventure here with Kind of Funny. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. this, of course, is Kind of Funny Games Daily. I was going to go to the rigmarole, but I actually have a Mario Day question. I'm sorry. Connor C. writes in for free, just like you can, to kindoffunny.com slash KFGD. It says, hey, KFGD fam, happy Mario Day. I've been a Nintendo fan all my life, but surprisingly have not purchased a Switch yet. I've been lucky enough to play a lot of games on different friend Switches. I'm considering buying the Switch Mario bundle that came out today. But with rumors again of a new Switch possibly being late this year slash early next year, should I hold out and wait for the new Switch, hoping it's backwards compatible, or bite the bullet and get the Mario bundle? Thanks and have a great weekend. Good luck to Bless today on the Mario Twitch stream. Tim, you are the Nintendo slash Mario Day expert. What should he do? It's a tough one, Greg. It's real tough because, I, and look, when it comes to tech, there's always going to be something better around the corner. And when it comes to Nintendo, it's unpredictable. 
Because unlike Apple, where you're like, oh, we're going to get an iPhone next year, and then one next year, and then one next year, you can kind of always be like, all right, is it before June? Then you can consider getting the old one, and you're going to be okay. If it's after June, you might as well wait till the September-October event, and boom, get the new one. With Nintendo, there's been headlines on Kind of Funny Games Daily that a Switch Pro or Switch 2 is coming once every two weeks for the last seven years. Since we like to cover our bases. At one point, we'll be right. Yes. So I feel like um, at this point, if you do not have a switch, you might want to wait for the next one because wow. it will be backwards compatible. And I do think that it is going to be here within the next. I don't know, year and some change, but that's the thing. That's a while. So if you can get a good deal, there's a lot of games on switch. So you're you're going to get your money's worth. If you get a OLED switch right now, you're going to be able to play an amazing library of games and it's going to be a great investment but that investment once once you play one of these games you're going to get hooked you're going to be a nintendo boy for life baby all right i mean connor claims to be a nintendo boy but didn't buy a switch so i don't i can't believe that i can't buy it he'll be celebrating mario day with me next year if he buys that switch today you know what i'm talking about connor buy the switch you're not getting a new switch in a year don't listen to tim all right i mean even if you did it'll be a slight upgrade it's not going to be a switch too it's going to be a slight upgrade some other thing but I mean, like, look, not to rehash this conversation for the million time, but Greg, I'm interested in your perspective on this. We had Jeff Grubb on uh, a couple of weeks ago talking sure. about this. I've been talking to Blessing about it, but do we expect many major games on the Switch after Tears of the Kingdom? Because it doesn't really seem like that's the case. It seems like we're we're reaching the end of this and seven years into this life cycle, that's that's a long time for a console that is uh, is outdated, right? And like like people can talk about that any way they want of like, does that matter for Nintendo? I think it's starting to matter for Nintendo. Hmm. I mean, eventually you have to do something. And I do think whatever the next thing is, it will be backwards compatible. It'll be, I hope it is to the Super you know, Super Nintendo Switch and just be something cool there. They got a good brand. They got a good name. I want the next console to still be a hybrid, yada, yada, yada. Um, and so, yeah, like, no, there isn't much on the horizon, but it also, like, when there is, though, I don't, it's Nintendo, right? And I think they've shown time and time again, they don't worry about being ahead of the curve or be, being behind the curve. And so I do think that, like, obviously they're working... You'd assume they're working on a new Mario Kart. You'd assume they're working on a new Mario. You'd assume that everything you would, and it's like, with so many Switches in the wild, if it can run on a normal Switch, why not put it out there? And then again, when you get to the Super Nintendo Switch, why not just put out the deluxe edition of the game you already put onto the Switch and have people go and rebuy and be crazy about it? I'm yeah. more interested in... I know you talked a little bit about it yesterday. Who do you think these DLC characters are going to be for Mario Kart? These new ones that got added to the side. I, I think that they're not going to be... Is it going to be Chris Pratt? No, I, I don't think so. I think I think it's going to be like Mario mainstays. I think we might get one or two fun out of Mario things like we've seen with Animal Crossing or uh, the Splatoon or... Yeah, I mean, like, that stuff would be cool. I, I don't think it's going to be that cool, though. I, I think it's going to be more of the Birdo vein. No, super lame. Or dry Maybe, bones. It will be the... Oh, hey, don't get me started now. They put dry bones in there, all right? That's what I'm saying. It's, it's those type of guys. Well, dry okay, bones first off, don't even put, don't for a second put fucking dry bones into the Birdo category. Where, what category would you put dry bones in, Greg? Fucking rock stars, not labels. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. There's rock stars, there's labels in Nintendo. All right. Yeah. All right. I think we get um, one cool character, and I think it's Samus. Especially since Metroid has been popping off lately. Yeah, and that makes sense. I feel like the list of characters leaked, but I don't know if that was accurate or not. Like last week, but I, I could be wrong. Can't trust I'm it. I'm gonna look into that. I can't. You can't trust it. While you look into that, I'll tell you about the fact that we have the final Super Mario Brothers movie trailer, Fortnite's new season, and Square tripling down on the blockchain. We're gonna talk about all this and more because this is kind of funny. Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show at kindoffunny.com/kfgd. You can write in for free with your questions, comments, squad up requests, and everything else under the daily video game news sun. Then, of course, you can watch us record the show live on Twitch.tv/kindoffunnygames. Or youtube.com slash kind of funny games. If you're watching live, you have a special job. Go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games and listening on podcast services around the globe. Of course, 
you can consume the show in those two ways, but why not go to patreon.com slash kind of funny over on patreon.com slash kind of funny. You can get each and every episode of kind of funny games daily ad free. You can get dozens of bonus content each and every month. And of course you can watch us record the other podcasts live and ad free, just like you'll be doing today. Right. Tim with uh, in review scream. Oh yeah. Cannot wait to talk about scream six, everyone. Ladies and gentlemen, that's up there. And, of course, all the game stuff, and you can do all that jazz and have fun with that. Uh, of course, remember, if you want another way to support us for free when you're checking out the Epic Game Store or making a purchase in an Epic Game Store game that uses it like Fortnite or Rocket League or whatever on your PlayStation, Xbox, or Switch, use the creator code KINDAFUNNY, and it gets us a few bucks without costing you anything. Housekeeping. P.S. I love you. XOXO is live right now and reviewing the first must-play 5 out of 5 PlayStation VR 2 game. Get your ass over to youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames. Podcast services around the globe to meet, hear me and Janet gush about it while Blessing just sits there like a bump on a pickle. You know what I mean? This a kid. bump on a pickle, You know pickle, what I mean? Everyone. God forbid he's got to play a VR game. He just, he's got so many other reviews to do. So busy. Five out of five. Uh, this Friday is today. It's March 10th. It's Mario Day. And you know what that means? Blessing is going to be teaming up with Retro Queen Ash Said Hi to bring you the Super Mario Celebration Twitch style. Uh, let's come together today, Friday, 310, on twitch.tv slash twitch. That's just twitch.tv slash twitch at 11 a.m. Pacific to celebrate everyone's favorite plumber slash cart racer slash athlete slash doctor slash painter slash janitor. You get the idea. It's Mario. Right after this. Blessing out there. Rocking it. Uh, on top of that, you're headed into the weekend, which means Sunday is the finale of HBO's The Last of Us. Uh, you know what that means? That, yes, live, 9 a.m. Pacific on Monday, we will be doing our screencast review of the finale. But what's very exciting and breaking news, I believe, is that yes. 11 a.m., the one, the only, the Hollywood mega creator, Neil Druckmann will be joining us for a spoiler cast all about The Last of Us HBO. It will be live broadcast on youtube.com slash games and twitch.tv slash games. Uh, if you want to catch it later, of course, podcast services around the globe as a screencast. But I'm very excited about that one, Tim. Oh, yeah. Me too. What a show. Can't wait to talk to you about the last couple episodes you've missed. Can't wait to talk to Neil about the entire thing. Yeah. It's going to be a Last of Us Day for sure. Today's Mario no Day spoilers. and Last of Us Day. No spoilers because no one has any idea how this story is going to end. But I've seen the finale and I got plenty wow. of questions for Neil about it. All right. So don't you worry about it. Really quick. Uh, think- just because we, you know, uh, sometimes have to have these conversations live. Would it be YouTube.com slash kind of funny games or YouTube.com slash kind of funny for that spoiler? Cast? All right. YouTube.com slash kind of funny. You're right. Cool. Because I got to schedule job. out streams in like an hour. So I just wanted to make sure. I appreciate that. I appreciate that, Barry. You know, uh, thank you to our Patreon producers, Tripod Plus Plus, <laughs> Delaney Twining. Today we're brought to you by Shady Rays and Honey, but we'll talk about that later. For now, let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. Time for some news. Seven items on the Roper Report. A baker's dozen. Uh, number huh. one, ladies and gentlemen, I already said it. You already know it's coming. The final Super Mario Brothers movie trailer is out, and we're going to watch it for the first time. My first time. Tim's watched it a million times. I Legitimately, I think I've watched this 30 times already. Did you make G- you made Gia watch it? She hasn't watched it yet. Damn. No. But I love her. I'm selfish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So everybody, if you're here, get ready. If you're an audio listener, you're going to hear the trailer. And if you haven't seen it. We'll talk about it at the end. You know, we'll explain what we're looking at, but you'll hear it. You'll hear Chris Pratt going, Wahoo! Is there a good ow 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 in it? Because you know that's not nah. Mario. Kinda. Where am I? <laughs> Ooh, fresh meat for the grinder. Pay him no heed. He is cute, but he is. There's gotta be a way out of here. There's no escape. The only hope is the sweet relief of death. Whoa! Oh, you've got to be kidding me! <laughs> My army! Oh, this Goombas. music, man. Goombas! Whatever those things are! <laughs> Spinies. Show some respect. destroy the Mushroom Kingdom! Yeah! Bowser is coming. I'm not afraid. I'll do anything for my brother. We're going to save him. Side screen, see? Here you like that? We go! Attack! Here we go! 
this. <laughs> Shortcut from Mario 64. Kart 64. Nice. nice. Little double dash reference. Tim, what I'll say, son. what I'll say that no one else is brave enough to say is that the movie looks like a good time. You know, it looks a damn good time. Yeah, no, nobody else is did, saying it. Did you hear that the movie is an hour and a half? I didn't hear that. It is, Greg. Ninety minutes. It I is. like that. Get oh, me on God that. bless them. They know exactly what they're doing. What do you think about this? It looks awesome. Like it looks like it's such a, a fun time, and it's that thing of, you know. Not being a Nintendo super fan, even I look at it and I enjoy it. And the jokes are funny. And I, I mean, I know who the characters are or whatever, but I appreciate how much of it is like you be like, oh, it's this shortcut. Oh, it's this thing. Oh, it's it's like clearly they really, really tried on this. And I don't mean and I don't mean and I know that that sounds in a way fucking insulting, but it's just how many video game movies aren't how many video game movies are putting in a shortcut from you know the 64 version of rainbow Road? like that's like such a deep cut thing that it's awesome that nintendo slash illumination took it that seriously and went that hard and got that deep into the weeds of what's going on let alone the things we haven't seen or what we've seen in previous trailers yeah i mean there's there's so much in here and like i'm right there with you where i feel like the the humor has really worked for me so far in in all of these trailers and uh it sets the tone for like this just seems like it's going to be a well-written movie period obviously a kids movie but like one of those kids movies that can work on work for adults as well but in terms of the the video game lore and love and all that stuff like th they're nailing it like this is so authentic this is exactly what i'd want to see from a a mario movie and i love that they're going full tilt into it referencing generations decades of mario's experiences in this one film and we talk so much about the the different adaptations of, of video games to movies or tv or whatever and i always talk about how music is such an important part to and sound design to what makes video games special. And for some reason, Uncharted has like a hint of a Vuvuzela for one second in the movie. Yeah, instead of just the theme. using the score where it's like, what the hell are you doing? Like now it's just a generic, a generic action movie as opposed to Uncharted. Uh, whereas you watch The Last of Us and it's like, oh, this is The Last of Us. And that's for many reasons, but music I think is a one of those reasons. Watching sure, this, sure, sure, the sure. amount of love given to pretty much every Mario theme ever in some way, shape or form through the last couple trailers and clips. I'm like, I'm expecting this to be an all timer soundtrack. It's going to be so damn good. And that love is a medley of so many different like motifs and ideas that Mario has had uh, throughout the years, but that's backed up visually as well with so many cool references, so many uh, like world building elements to make this feel like, yeah, we're seeing the mushroom kingdom in a way that we've only dreamt of before or like, used our imagination to create Peach's castle from Mario 64 into this much bigger world. Uh, well, here's my question. If I, if I can it. interrupt, if I can mm -hmm. interrupt, you talk about that you've only dreamt of before. Like what I like about this it, from the trailers is that I feel like it's in, it, it clearly isn't, but it's not a one for one with the mushroom kingdom we've seen in the games before, right? It seems like they're having fun with the ideas, themes, characters of it and doing their own thing with it. It's clearly Mario. It's clearly mushroom kingdom, yada, yada, yada. But like, it just seems like we're stepping into a world that, of, that will be familiar yet new and is an entry point into it. Whether you have the, you know, 30 some years of Mario fandom or not. So I'll say yes and no to that because okay. I do think that this is a new thing, but I don't think that it's necessarily unique. I just think that it's a uh, back in 1996, Mario 64 came out, and uh, from that moment on, they had a homogenized look to what sure. the Mushroom Kingdom is, what the Mario cast looks like, and all of that. I feel like since then, there's been like little twists and turns with Sunshine and Galaxy Odyssey, like, and it's been refined over time. The new Super Mario Bros. series, but this movie, I think, is kind of like. Uh, 2023 homogenizing of everything that's come before of like this is this is what they want the mushroom kingdom to look like and what it okay. can look like and i say that because going through this uh, trailer and all the clips that we've seen there's so many like different locations that we've seen in other um, games but they're just updated to this style and it feels authentic even seeing the inside of peach's castle obviously it's not one-to-one -to, -one to have the castle looked in mario 64 but it feels in line with it if there's the right things are there the sun on the the bottom of the floor and it's opening up here it's like that's all stuff that would have felt authentic to mario 64 if they had the technology to be able to to pull it off um i want to show you a whole bunch of cool things in the the trailer though if you will allow me to greg team i said it 
since we share that hotel room, you show me the coolest things anytime. I don't mind. Jesus. Mm -hmm. Love that. <laughs> uh, Bear, can you bring the, the trailer up and uh, we can just kind of, it doesn't need to be frame by frame, but just kind of like skip it around a little bit. Um, obviously, it's great seeing the, the, the little baby Luma here galaxy reference there of course. uh luigi seems to be the the princess role in this movie where mario's trying to go save him uh not quite in a mansion but in a scary situation uh but then pretty much immediately we get uh, a whole bunch of the 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 koopa army right and like i love the the joke about the spinies like not knowing uh what their name we get are, yeah. we, we've never seen the blue turtles in uh, the Mario games, which I think is fun because we obviously get the blue shell in Mario Kart. So <laughs> that had to come from somewhere. Uh, Fair enough. Fair one enough. of these guys, which I, I appreciate. Um, and then, yeah, coming up here, there's going to be some shots I want to pause on for sure because we get some direct references to uh, video game levels that excite the actual shit out of me. Um <laughs> So here, here we have uh, Tostarena from uh, Mario Odyssey, right? And this yep. looks pretty much straight out of it. And this is kind of what I'm talking about, about homogenizing the look now, where it's like Mario's been building towards this, but it really feels authentic because this just looks like if the Switch could, you know, be like a PlayStation 5. Sure, yeah, if it could be pretty. <laughs> uh, but right before this, bless, or uh, Barrett, is the money shot, the bomb battlefield from Mario 64. This is the updated version of the first level of Mario 64. And I just, I just love it. I love it so much. Do That's you think, the mountain you, do you run think up we get him? Cooper the Quick. Cooper the Quick? No, uh, King ba uh, Babam. Maybe he'd be up there on that floating. Oh, no, no, no. He would be on the top of the mountain, right? Yep. yep. So to the maybe. Left. Um, but I just, I really love it. And like this to me is like such a perfect example of the type of love that they're showing this where. It just looks cool and beautiful and it builds out a mushroom kingdom for the people like you, Greg. But for me, I'm losing my mind, you know? Well, that's the thing is like, I would never catch Babon Battlefield, right? So I'm glad it's there for you. And I, pre I, I respect and love that that level of detail is there, that they had that kind of, uh, you know, you would assume cooperation for Nintendo and fans on staff that they're like, these are the things. I'd love to know what's on the cutting room floor in terms of like ideas they pitched that'll probably be the second one or whatever they're going to do with it. But mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm stoked, man. And then here we go. First time ever seeing DK power up with a fire flower. Like, that's awesome. That's never happened. Mar Donkey Kong's never been in a playable in a 2D Mario game. So we, or even 3D. So we never got this. And that definitely would make sense. And I love that they stick to how this works, where Mario's overalls turn white and red and DK's tie turns white and red. Some of his, uh, his fur. fur as that's well. Really it's cool. like, I love that. We see Mario uh, eat the mushroom and get bigger and power up. Um, I think this is like Chris Pratt or Chris uh, Pratt's best delivery so far, like feeling authentically like Mario. Um, like the um, sound he makes is like perfect. And then, yeah, this shot, I mean, this Hammer is bros. This is chill inducing to me. Like this is everything I could want from a Mario movie. Like a reference to 2D platforming, running left to right. But on top of that, they give the Tim Gettys out there even more love. We got Donkey Kong on the other plane in the background, jumping to the foreground, just like he does in Tropical Freeze. There's a lot of love going on here, Greg. And then uh, can, can you go back one more time, uh, Barrett, to play this this uh, little bit through? Because there's just so much going on, and it's so cool to see, like, the, the momentum going on, and then we get the ground pound. We get Mario doing his ground pound. Like, love it, man. This is super cool. Go yeah, that it, was one of the things I saw Brian Altano call out, right, that it's the same uh, cart selection as in Mario Kart. If you go back, Barrett, to when they're standing in front of, like, the cart pods, that it has a little, like, casino deal on the bottom of, like, how do you put them all together? Yeah, so you can see those, the three little things of them building out their carts, um, which is just, I just love the Mario Karts in this movie at all, but the amount of love that it's getting here is just beyond what I would have ever expected, and hype is shit. Like, I love chase scenes, y'all know that about me, and this just looks well, awesome. Man. The choreography, the, like, just pacing of this all just seems really great. Obviously, jumping off the course, a Mario Kart classic there. Um, him getting this guy just going through this whole little action scene. I can't wait to see this all play out because I think this is going to be fun as hell. Um, and then, yeah, just the, the remix little version of the, the music there at the end is just the, the little cherry on top for me to be like, yeah, I'm all in. Well, it's coming up fast, right? It is April 7th, man. They pushed it up, actually. Uh, it's it's coming out They're of the Wednesday. Get out Friday, of it. You know, so. Starfield was like, we're, we're scared. We're moving away. Mara's like, we'll take on yeah. everybody. We're not afraid of this. Yeah. Secession, Absolutely. get out of the way. <laughs> we don't care about your final season. We'll be right here dropping things all over. Um, mm -hmm. We have a couple 
your wrongs here, but I want to just get here while we're here. Kebabs pop points out that Dry Bones is already in Mario Kart 8, but there's no Rose That's what I was saying. Dry Bones yet. I was mainly arguing the fact that, you know, Birdo sucks and Dry Bones is great, but I understand that there was confusion there. I appreciate that. And then Bander SN says, Nintendo specified that the new characters coming to Mario Kart 8 DLC would be returning characters. So only characters from past games. Uh, the official uh, Mario Kart 8 DLC webpage clarifies this. AKA, it's just going to be characters currently in tour like Birdo. Interesting. Yeah, the the leak, quote unquote, that I was talking about, um, I, I did find it, and it seems like it's very unverified, but I'm just going to say this out there in case this ends up being true, because sure. it is backed up. They they put this out before the Nintendo Direct happened that confirmed uh, that Birdo was coming. Um, so, and it, and it has to there. So it's like, okay, and then some of the courses as well. Um, so it's like there is some level of this could be true, but they're saying uh, King Babom, Petey Piranha, Hammer Bro, Charge and Chuck, Monty Mole, Diddy, Dixie, Funky, and Hyde Barrett, uh, SNES Mario, Kamek, Pauline, and Nabbit. Wait. That's like way too many characters, though. There's only yeah, five more slots. Boxes, yeah. yeah. Now, real quick, Diddy, Dixie, and, and Grumpy, or whatever the fuck his name was, which one's the sexy one Barrett likes? <sighs> Funky. <laughs> it's a funky boy doing funky things kebabs also points out and you're wrong just not even a you're wrong but a thing that he likes small detail from the trailer dk's power-up sound is taken from Jumpman getting the hammer power up in the original donkey kong game gold I, i'm gonna get all the sound that's the sound love man so good mario powering up is the mario powering up sound and then later when he uh kicks something it's like the brick breaking sound it's just great man what i like about today is it kind of feels like a rainy day and then a substitute teacher wheels in the big tv because number two on the roper report let's talk about Fortnite chapter four season two uh we've been knowing it was mega we saw yesterday there was a little bit of a teaser now we, it's officially happening season uh, or chapter four season two uh we have a cinematic trailer and a gameplay trailer bear let's watch the cinematic trailer uh give me a second sorry no problem i didn't know that we were gonna react to these uh so the, go there and then we're gonna yeah. go here and then we're gonna transition <laughs> They you like Mario Kart racing, yeah, yeah, racing exactly. with Fortnite with cherry blossoms and this, and then audio listeners, are, you know, all this, the areas of Fortnite are falling from the sky. But then it's mega. What's heartbreaking, Tim, is that Fortnite just peaked with the Marvel season. Because <laughs> I love Fortnite. It's a great game. I'm, I'm, you know, somebody, I still jump in. I still play every so often. Not like, you know, Kevin obsessively plays and Joey obsessively plays. But like, what a time to be alive when it was just that one season of Marvel. And the Battle Pass was all Marvel and everything was Marvel. Know, some, so some, would, and some would say that it's peaking right now with all the anime coming in. But is, are, oh, oh, are these the anime? Is, is this the anime people you like? Oh, yeah. Aaron Yeager, dude. Attack on Titan. I was asking an anime fan, Barrett Courtney, not you, Tim. I mean, Attack I on Titan is not for me, but it's still, like, cool that more anime loves getting shown. So you would have told me each every one of these characters was created by the Fortnite people, and I would have been like, yeah, makes sense. But you're telling me that lizard man back there with the lizard head, he's he's That's not what I said. He's somebody from the thing you like? No, no. Akira? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> That's not what I said. <laughs> uh, we are ready to also have the gameplay trailer, too, if you don't mind. Of course, it's available now. Free to play. Battle Royale, Fortnite. They got new Battle Pass and all that jazz. It's a pretty thing, man. I like the, you know, Neo Tokyo look they're putting on everything. Yeah, it's really cool. The mega branding is interesting, right? And uh, I love Fortnite just keeps going, man. And, like... This, I can't get over how good this game looks now compared yeah. to how it used to look. Like these updates are just wild, man. And like the fact that it's free to play and all that, it's good for y'all. I mean, you look great. at this and yeah, you, I mean, this? if you showed somebody this just uh, like out of the blue, would they understand it was Fortnite? Well, that guy, I know you, you know it's Fortnite, but like it looks almost at points like GTA or Saints Row, I guess, even more. Yeah. But yeah, I, Fortnite is, continues to be, even if you are a hater and you're like, yeah, Fortnite's a lame game or whatever. Can you sit there and not be like, what an amazing fucking story? And the fact that, yeah, every season they iterate into it, like the fact they can continue to be the like the the biggest game in any school you go to talking to any person because they continue to be the place everybody wants to go hang out in or go do stuff. When I was at uh, Royal Rumble, you know, I, I had my friend from uh, college, Ashley, come out and she brought her two of her young boys and like. They were they were they are Fortnite obsessed and like every time we'd get back to the hotel they would break out the switches and start playing it or whatever, and I had to lie to them because they wanted me to add them on the thing and I was like okay and so I opened up XCloud and added them that way and they were so like wait a second how are you playing it on your phone 
you're not even on Wi-Fi. And I was like, I can't open this door no, for them. No. I can't ruin their mom's life this much of like, oh no, you can play Fortnite anyway, whatever. But like, like That's even so that, it's so crazy. I think about, you know, pre-pandemic, like I, I don't know if it was 2019, maybe it was 2018. Like, you know, me and my dad were bumming around a Target uh, waiting for uh, one of the people we were with to get stuff. And I, we walked over to video games and he, I was explaining stuff to him. And I was like, to stop and talk about Fortnite and be like, this is the biggest thing in the world right now. And it's in behind the glass right now, but you could just download it for free. You could play on your phone. We could play it right now. Like watching his try to wrap his mind around that to then let alone be ahead maybe four, maybe five years. And it still is. We just take it for granted. This trailer drops. It's like, oh yeah, Fortnite's new season looks incredible. has all this new stuff and all this new content and all these things happening and people are obsessed with it and all these amazing stuff. That's just Fortnite. That's just what it does. Dude, it's it's very cool. A couple of days ago, Bless and I were talking. I think we were talking actually about uh, the rumors of this season coming, uh, the title and all that. And uh, we, we, someone wrote in was just like, "Hey, if you could only have uh, three games for the rest of your life, three developers or whatever, like what would it be?" And I was saying like, I might use one of those slots for either Fortnite or for From Software, and I'll just like, this is it. If these are the only games I ever get to play ever. I'm just going all in and I feel like it's two different sides, but I, I think that that's pretty wild that Fortnite alone can compete with all of whatever from software might put out at some point uh, in terms of me getting into an investing and having being rewarded with tons of great content. So here's my question. Do you think if that horrible situation you just said happened, because mm-hmm. obviously we love video games. We love a, a diverse video game community and we love games everywhere. Would you still be a video game fan? Like would you suddenly like, I got to learn to love Fortnite. Yeah, I mean, I think so. Like, I, I feel like, I feel like that's the thing is like, it's about dedication and time. Where it's like, I'm the type of gamer I don't like having to play a million games and having to uh, play games every day for hours. I would, if I had someone, I'm like, hey, you check in, you play at however much you want every week, whatever. Yeah, yeah. dude, I'd I'd love that. And like, I feel like I'd be, get really into both Fortnite and the From Software games. Huh. Interesting. You just like- you would give up. I don't believe that about Greg Miller. Well, I mean, like, give up isn't the right word. I think it just wouldn't give me the experiences I want out of gaming. Now, and, and like, to be clear, I love Fortnite. Fortnite I'd be fine with. Like, Fortnite I come and go from. You've seen me many a time. Like, you know, I, I stay away for literally years and then come back and I have a month where that's all I play and I'm doing something and I'm chasing something. Like, when the battle pass is great, when there's, you know, a, a group playing that I really want to get involved with, you know, I'll pop on every so often with Poe and his son, Jack, like we'll go play and he streamed with us and stuff like that. Like there's always that. So Fortnite I could live with. Whereas like a from soft game, if from software was the only game in town or one of the, like, that was what you had to play the rest of your life. Like, or they just took over video games. Like, I guess I would, but like, I just don't vibe with their world. So I don't think I'd want to spend time in there. And I think I'd end up being a loser and reading or something, you know what I mean? Or watching mm. movies, Ugh, you know what I mean? Mm. Doing all this different mm. shit. Like, that's just not yeah. my life. But like, I thankfully I don't have to worry about it because there's so much other stuff happening. Yeah. I feel like it's yeah. not my life, but it would become my life. I feel like I'd be that guy. Well, like, you miss you. It, you play all the baby games on Switch. That's what you love doing. Wouldn't you want to do that? Well, like, so, oh, where's this fucking infantilized Mario to talk about it? You know? So great. The context that I, I should have gave you is like we, it was like you get to choose the the developers, and like those are the only developers games you get to play for the rest of time. And okay. we had to choose three. And okay. with that, it's like it's not like their output changes. So if you choose Naughty Dog, you're only getting one game yep. every couple of years. See, that's a very fascinating question. I love yeah. that idea. So, yeah, I would want something that is the ever n- nonstop drip of content. Now, of course, you looked right past, of course, DC Universe Online, which I would take in a heartbeat did. for Fortnite. I did. I did. But what I, my list, I was saying, of course, I would want the Mario team, Nintendo EAD. <laughs> cool. But I'm not going to get too many of those in the future. It was that. And then it was the question of, do I go Pokemon Company or Insomniac? <laughs> And then the third one, I was like, I feel like it'd be a fun thing to choose Fortnite or from software. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, that's a great one. That's a great one. I do appreciate the discussion. That's a great, that's even a great games cast or whatever. I, what just threw me off there is everybody knows uh, Greg Miller's taste in games in the YouTube chat. Uh, Alexandro uh, Reya says, Greg wants a cricket who works on a ranch to talk about the meaning of life. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. That's the most that great right there. I would like to see that game. What, what indie studio is making that one? The cricket the way of life oh my lord that is so funny that's fucking amazing i love you guys so much yeah the chat's uh, great today elvis bird says is tim wearing eyeshadow i'm not there's a beauty filter on that i don't know how to turn off I'm, so, I'm telling you tim it's off there. it's not there anymore i mean i'm seeing it on my camera like there's something i'm looking you look I'm good looking. just just be good just look good yeah i'll take it man 
I'll, I'm looking glamorous. Glamorous. Foxy, Foxy. That's Fergie, everybody, if you don't remember her. Thank you. Look, if you don't know her, crack a history book, people. Jesus. Number three. <laughs> <laughs> it's that thing where I'm like, I'm just so like on empty. You know what I mean? I but it. I was like I committed it. to being here. Like, I don't even know what I'm throwing today. What I'm throwing today. <laughs> Number three. Let's talk a little bit more about Suicide Squad. Possibly slipping. Possibly to 2024 this is evan campbell over at GameSpot. harley quinn and task force x task force x which i know well but can't say today might not uh be seen this year in suicide squad killed the justice league after all the game from batman arkham knight developer rocksteady could see a lengthier delay than even recently reported Jeff Grubb of GameSpot sister site giant bomb stated on his game mess decides podcast via idle sloth on twitter it's a mouthful for the guy who works on the sister site. You know what I mean? Just anyways, that he's gotten word Suicide Squad is getting pushed out of this year. Quote, listen, I don't want to like cause a panic or anything, which I don't think Jeff, nobody's going to fucking panic about Suicide Squad. Uh, but I heard it's not even coming this year. He said, I'm hearing 2024. Grub does add that quote. This stuff is hard to nail down for sure. But his source is a quote, very good one. Uh, that would that would be further out than Bloomberg's Jason Schreier reported yesterday, who claimed the game would still launch later this year. He mentioned that this delay was mainly for polish, not to overhaul the core gameplay that caused the backlash, end quote. Suicide Squad is a live service game that requires a constant internet connection. A big gameplay showing at PlayStation's State of Play saw pretty negative feedback last month. There hasn't been any official word out of Warner Brothers Games or, or, and Rocksteady that Suicide Squad is delayed. As such, the game is still currently slated to release May 26th. That said, if the game does get pushed back until next year, it raises questions about how the structure of the title, specifically live service, might be re-evaluated. Of course, this broke yesterday on Games Daily, the Jason Trier thing of the delay later this year. Now we have the Jeff Grubb special sauce of, hey, maybe it's going to be next year overall. Tim, what do you think? I mean, that wouldn't surprise me with the news from yesterday coming out. Um, I What's the difference between early next year late this year i feel like it's not really that different in terms of the, where this game hits but i do think that, that could be the difference of what the delay is being used for because yeah. delaying it from may to august or september like that's not gonna be able to change the game whereas if you delay it more potentially it could well delaying it more and changing the game give it enough time for it to be fixed I, that's a much bigger question does it need to be fixed that's a different question What's the audience for this game? I don't know, but it's there. I feel like there's a lot of things with this that we're, the trains left the station. This game has to come out. And we've been saying since day one that this isn't what we're looking forward to. There are people on our team that are like, this game looks fun. Not because it's a Suicide Squad game, just because the game looks fun. This could be a fun game. I don't expect this to be a Batman Arkham level game, but I think that there could be fun to be had. I think Warner Brothers needs more than that. They need money and they need sustainability. And this is a game as a service. And they need people using this game as a service. And I don't know that they're going to get that with or without these fixes. I think I'm not surprised by the talk of push to 2024 because I'm right there with you that pushing in a few months is just then a PR move. We talked a bit about this on PS. I love you today of like, it really just seems to be emergency public relations slash marketing of holy shit did people fucking hate that state of play so let's delay it try to get away from it maybe do a as i was saying a ign first a, a deep dive on game informer coverage another beat maybe you know do an event and let people play the fucking game so they could come out and say yeah, yeah this actually is fun this is cool oh i didn't understand it because it just looks like all of them are shooting guns no, there is a difference between King Shark to Harley Quinn to Captain Boomerang. There's a bunch of different ways. Getting to 2024, it's interesting you said that, you know, oh, what's the difference between late 2023 or early 2024? I would think if you push it to 2024, you're going to see it later than early. I would think it'd be like back to summer into fall or whatever. But again, it comes down to what can you really do with this? Where yeah. the backlash is... It's not. It does. It's not like you're looking at this and I to use an, a, an, a very antiquated thing. Crack a fucking history book, people. Uh, of like, it's not like <laughs> when Infamous Two got debuted and we we're all like, "What the fuck did you do to Cole?" And they changed the character design of Cole. Right? That was an easy enough fix. That's I mean, still took a lot of work. Maybe still the internet and me didn't handle it well. But 
it got fixed easy enough. Whereas this one, it's like people hate the live service and people don't like the characters of being the suicide squad. And people think the suicide squad all looks the same when they fight and they don't like the, the, the way it looks on the skill trees and the battle path. And it's like, there's so many different things that I don't know internally what they're picking to be like, this is what we're going to use the time to fix. This is what we're going to do. And if you go to the core thing of it being a live service game, I can't imagine you release that. And however you fix it, it doesn't feel like, Oh my God, like clearly this was designed to be a live service game and they've gone and done it this way. Blah, 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 blah. I'm just very surprised that this is happening. Like, I has it ever happened, Greg? And maybe there's a lot of examples that I'm just blanking on right now, but where it actually was the public reception of a game showcase causing this type of delay. Like, we saw the the outrage of the Sonic in the movie, and yeah. that got changed. That was a major deal. Like, that doesn't happen. This seems... And again, it's not officially said. It's not officially happening, so we don't know. But like what the reports were yesterday, it's like that's pretty direct. Chat's stealing the words from my mouth for a recent example of Halo Infinite. Remember when that dropped it, it was like people saw that E3 demo and they had the fucking weird guy's face chat or whatever the internet called them. I forget, Pete, <laughs> whatever. And we're like, ooh, and they Craig. like, Craig. Craig, yeah, they went back and did a whole bunch of stuff with that, right? Like, I feel like it's a weird one where I don't, it, it's just, it's such, it's, it was met with such a, hey, it, state of play is such a weird one because it clearly was meant to be, people don't, people aren't jazzed about this game. We will use this to make them jazzed about it. And then it came out like this did not jazz people. And so you, you know, I've reported on and had a lot of conversations with games that have failed and not been received well. And inevitably, even if you preview a game, I feel like and we walk away and we're like talk to a developer or put up your preview and they read it i've gotten the back channel thing of like man we were telling them this you know what i mean like i feel like that's probably a lot of this there too where the people who in rock city seen so much turnover uh since they started working on suicide squad and since when did arkham knight come out uh barrett 2015 almost eight 20 years ago 15 there's been so much change over that that not everybody obviously but a lot of the key decision makers on making Suicide Squad what we see today probably have left the company and moved on to other things and yada, yada, yada. So you have this whole, a team that's been working Hill on it. is also no longer there, correct? Right. Well, yeah, like the leadership in general yeah, had such turnover. But was – I always keep fuck this up. Was Seth, Seth – can you Google that for me just to make sure? Kindoffight.com slash you're wrong. Because I, I, they, they – he's he was just in the state of play, but they credited him, yeah, as like – founder but not as like actor it doesn't matter people have come and gone so much in that thing that you have a whole bunch of people and i'm sure like yo like this isn't the thing let alone like when we started this and like everybody wanted a fucking live service game that's not where the industry is at anymore like i i don't know what you can do and this is a question i was talking to blessing about on in janet obviously but blessing called me out on it when i was like it would be so crazy if they canceled this game and he's like could they do it and i'm like I never say never in industry. We've learned a million times. Yes, thank you very much. So yeah, that is October 26, 2022. Game Informer, co-founder Sefton Hill, and Jamie Walker announced her departure. Uh, never say never in our industry. I would always, I at this point, I think it's such a sunk cost that you put the game out and you make whatever money you can off of it rather than Dude. walk away from it. Yeah, yeah. I don't think their backs to the wall. Like we can't have another bad DC game after the Gotham Knights. I don't think they're treating their IP that that way or whatever. But not a chance this got canceled. I think I think that never say never. I think that, that I'm saying never on that. Like this game's coming out. We've never seen a game of like being promoted this far into development get canceled. Like this isn't even like StarCraft Ghost comes to mind. That's not this situation. This is like full on. This game exists. It was coming out in a couple months and it feels like it's getting delayed. Not because it's not shippable. <laughs> not saying good. It's just shippable. But because they're like, oh, we're, we're trying to like salvage this somehow. Yeah. If they were to do that, I think that would be like that. It would be absolutely a, a horrible decision for them financially. And that's the, and that's my thing do. is more some money is better than no money, and I don't think they have to worry about it and blah blah blah. It's just so. Anyways, that wasn't even my point. I was driving at this game comes out, and I think even with the time, I can't imagine the boat with the bones you have. You make a game that every citizen is like, oh man, this actually is awesome. Like, I think the yeah. most you can hope is like it's less offensive in terms of and again. Maybe it wasn't offensive to begin with. Who knows? But it is every screenshot you've seen of a menu, every talk of the live service, every always online, even if you're playing single player, like these are all bummer things for most people. And so yeah, it, hopefully you limit that and you put out a game that people are like, oh, okay, it's, it's Suicide Squad. What I was talking about on, you know, 
piece I love you is that they've said, okay, they're going to add more characters later on or whatever. I was thinking that might be a nice thing that if you're pushing the game, add some earlier. Like put like try to shut me up, right? If people are like, I don't want to fucking be the Suicide Squad. Well, okay, okay, well, you know, Wonder Woman is an unlockable character or some some hero that I don't have to be. But then See, again, I, like, I feel like that's are even we actually high. killing the Justice League. But I I also feel like that's even a higher hopes than what they actually probably have. Oh, 100 like, Oh, I admit that it's very high hopes, Barry. Yeah, because it's going to be characters that make sense of holding a gun. Um, because that seems to be the, that's all they can do apparently in this yeah. game is shoot guns yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so like I, I like i don't know if it makes sense to run around as wonder woman with a gun this is hey, my, man. yeah gotham city imposters mario's gonna have a gun one day uh and so is wonder woman uh jason schreier tweeted out way <laughs> back in 2017 or 18 uh, i had a drink with someone who worked on spider-man and was wondering if it would release in the same time frame as rock city's next game turns out they should have been wondering about spider-man 2 and it's like I mean, that's why he's gonna know? beat him no problem uh but it's and we we've been talking a lot about a lot of these uh development teams because they've been having different news stories for different reasons but it's pretty wild to think about retro studios and metroid prime and the, with the remaster coming out and with four eventually coming with everything that's happened there and then rocksteady where we're talking about two teams that kind of came out of nowhere for their initial release and set the industry on fire like created new types of games and a, a new archetype for specifically licensed games on the rocksteady side but like what the arkham games did for that style of combat and that type of game and then metroid prime i don't even need to explain y'all know what i'm talking about and for them to now be here where it's like some of the most talented devs in the world and this is the situation we're in it's it just goes to show that like Same. video games are complicated man and it, it's very sad and uh it's i i hate to say this but I really, really wonder if the people working at Rocksteady on Suicide Squad, how many of them are fucking stoked that this is the project they're on? And not because people get stoked and like anything you're working with, like you eventually are like, hey, we're proud of what we're doing. I'm sure they're proud of what they're doing. But I wonder how many people there are like, this is, this is what we would want to be doing. 100%. This is why we're, we came to work at Rocksteady. Mm -hmm. 100%. Yeah, it's a great question. And we all turn our lonely eyes to the Wonder Woman game from Monolith Studios. Don't let us down, everybody. I digress. You know, you don't let us down, ladies and gentlemen, when you go to patreon.com slash kindoffunny. Over on patreon.com slash kindoffunny, you can kick us a couple of bucks and get each and every episode of Kind of Funny Games daily ad-free. You can get dozens, dozens, and dozens of exclusive shows uh, each and every month. And of course, you can get a bevy of other things like posters and shirts or whatever the physical item we're doing is. You can, you know, watch stuff, the podcast, record as we buy again. It's amazing over there. Patreon.com slash kind of funny. You keep the lights and mics on and help us finance that new brain Kevin's building at the studio. But I digress. You're not on Patreon.com slash kind of funny. So here's a word from our sponsor. Shout out to Shady Rays for sponsoring this episode. Look how cool I look. You too can look this cool. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and so much more. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. They'll also provide 10 meals to fight hunger in America with every order and have donated over 20 million meals to date. That's fantastic. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back exclusively for y'all listeners and watchers right now. Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the new year. You can go to ShadyRays.com and use code KINDAFUNNY for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself. These are five star rated by over 200,000 people. Again, that's shadyrays.com use the code kinda funny shout out to honey for sponsoring this episode honey is the easy way to save when shopping on your iphone or computer and thanks to honey manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past and we all know there's nothing better than the feeling of saving money honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart when you check out the honey button appears and all you have to do is click apply coupons you wait a few seconds you see the fun little dancing guy honey searches for coupons and it finds 
provides you the best ones. And then you just watch the prices drop. We here at Kind of Funny have been using Honey for years and it's helped us save thousands on tech, costumes, food, you name it. Honestly, I just love how easy it is to just set and forget and save. That's the best part. Honey doesn't just work on desktops, it works on your phone too. You just activate it on Safari on your phone, you save on the go. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out. You can get PayPal Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash kindoffunny. That's joinhoney.com slash kindoffunny. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And we're back, everybody. Tim, you want to address the chat? I did. Uh, right before the break, I was asking, like, I wonder how many people uh, that are working on it actually want to be working on Suicide Squad. And Casino Bala in the chat says, if they said yes, would it change your mind? And I do think that that's a, a very good question. And I think it's important to point out where it's like, I only asked that. And if they said yes, it would change my mind. I don't think that it would make me want to play the game more. But I do think that I look at this game and I get the vibe that the people there don't want to. It, this feels like they're trying to trick me and trick gamers into wanting to play this game so that they can monetize it as opposed to believing that people actually want this. If I believed that the people making it actually wanted it, that really would change the framework of that for me, where I think that that would be like, I believe that there's going to be fun here that is not fun that is purely designed to uh, get every penny from people. Whereas like, if you make something that's fun that you're like, no, 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 it's going to be so good. You're going to want to give us money and it's going to be worth the, the money because we're going to give you something that we believe in. That's a totally different story. I just don't get that from anything I've seen of suicide squad so far. Fair enough. And I agree with that. Uh, number four on the Roper report. There was a Capcom spotlight for March, 2023 yesterday. And Logan planet IGN has everything announced as you've probably already heard. The biggest news was resident evil four got a special demo. It's available right now. You guys had reported on games daily earlier. Of course that there was a rumor of it happening. It actually is happening. Logan writes this trial version of the game takes place at the beginning of the game. As Leon first enters the iconic European village, there's no timeline on the demo. So you can play it as many times as you want. You can download it on PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, Xbox X, and S, and of course, Steam. Meanwhile, over at GameSpot, Darren writes, this Resident Evil 4 demo also has its very own exclusive difficulty mode called Mad Chainsaw Mode. It makes the game substantially more challenging and isn't for the faint of heart. To get it, you'll either, need to, you'll either need luck or patience as activating this difficulty mode comes down to random chance. If you are lucky, selecting New Game will lead you to a screen that offers you Mad Chainsaw Mode for a single playthrough. Alternatively, you can keep restarting Resident Evil and selecting to begin with a new game until you see the prompt on your screen. There's no set number for how many restarts you'll need to get RE4 to challenge you, and if you decide decline the invitation to Israel you'll have to wait until the rng odds are in your favor again before you can attempt a new run with this mode active tim how hype are you for resident Evil 4 remake i'm so hyped that i'm not going to play this demo and it's going to be very difficult for me to do that but we're so close to this thing and so like man i just i can't believe that we got dead space metroid prime and now this like this is just oh what a time to be alive greg what a time what a time Some of the greatest games ever and just, they're just being made better. I have no reason to believe that RE4 is not going to be the definitive RE4 experience. And like that is very, very, very impressive and extremely exciting. Very stoked to play that later this month. We'll, of course, be talking about it on the Kind of Funny Games cast, reviewing it at some point. So write in with questions about that when you get the chance. Kindoffunny.com slash KF Games. No, Games cast, just Games cast.
right? No KF. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Exo Primal got a release date. Uh, it's going to be July 14th. Monster Hunter uh, Rise got its Sunbreak ex- Sun Break expansion date for Xbox and PlayStation because that just came out uh, earlier this year. April 28th for that one over there. Uh, Ghost Trick is coming to modern platforms on June 30th, 2023. Uh, Capcom. Huh? What? It's my birthday. It's always got to be about you, huh? It is. Ghost Trick. It's for me. Capcom showed a short teaser for Resident Evil Death Island, the new movie coming later this year. Uh, Street Fighter VI is introducing a new commentator. And then the Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection, which already we already knew was coming April 14th, uh, has 499 patch cards that were previously exclusively available in Japan as physical collectibles. Now you can get them in the thing and do it and play the stuff and have fun with them that way. All of it's nice, but Resident Evil, that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. All right, Tim, let's talk beat. about... Let's talk about Square Enix, all right? Let's do that, Greg. Square Enix had a big old financial briefing, all right, which I misidentified Ugh. when I counted this earlier as number five on the Roper Report. So then number six on the Roper Report is for spoken sales were lackluster. This is Anthony Wood at IGN. Square Enix has conceded that sales of its action role-playing game for Spoken fell below its expectations following the title's January 23rd release on PlayStation 5 and PC earlier this year. Quote, reviews of Forspoken, which we released on January 24th, 2023, have been challenging, said Square Enix President and Representative representative Director uh, Yosuke uh, Matsuda uh, in a February financial results briefing detailing the fortunes of the past year. However, the game has also received positive feedback on its action features, including its parkour and combat capabilities, so it has yielded results that will lead to improvement of our development capabilities of other games in the future, end quote. Despite this positive note, he admitted that sales of the game had been lackluster and that there was considerable downside risk to our twenty to our fiscal year 2023-2023 earnings. The concession follows an announcement from earlier this month that Forspoken developer Illuminous Productions, founded in 2018, would be folded back into Square Enix effective on May 1st. Quote, Luminous Productions Co. Limited is meanwhile equipped not only with AAA title development capabilities, but also technical expertise in areas such as game engine development said Square Enix following the announcement. Combining the two entities will further enhance the group's ability to develop HD games, end quote. Prior to the reabsorbing, the developer announced that it would use its remaining time working on a patch to improve the game's overall performance and developing DLC in in Tanto We Trust, which is, quote, on track to release this summer for spoken fans. So get stoked for that. Get stoked, everybody. God, no surprise there. No news there. Greg Miller fucking told you. Don't worry about it. And then bad to worst, the final story of the day, number seven, Square Enix is still blockchaining it up, everybody. Don't worry. They're not afraid of this. Uh, Steven Totillo had tweeted, of course, he's from Axios, does a bunch of great work, had tweeted, uh, Square Enix CEO asked if its upcoming slate of games this year, Final Fantasy 16 among them, is perhaps too good because how they, how are they going to grow year the year after that? Ah, the relentless pressure for publicly traded companies to grow. And what it is is a QA uh, with Yosuke uh, Matsuda, the president and representative director we just talked about. Uh, the Q goes like this. Well, I think it's fair to expect growth in fiscal year 2024-2023, in part because you plan to release multiple major titles. I also fear that this will create a year-over-year hurdle you will be unable to surmount in fiscal year 2025-2023. Oh, maybe that's Q. Maybe that's quarters. So fiscal year 2024-3, fiscal year 2025-3. So yeah, it must be quarters. Uh, what kind of initiatives do you have in mind to ensure sustainable growth? The president and representative director says major title launches will not be concentrated solely in fiscal year 2024 slash three. We have organized our pipeline so that we so that we will have a good spread of new releases in fiscal year 2025 slash three and beyond as well. We also hope that that you will look forward to the blockchain games we plan to launch in fiscal year 2024 slash three and thereafter. So obviously, this is a financial report. There are conversations of people that are trying to make money. You got to say things that make the shareholders happy. And that last sentence there is doing just that. While also making all the gamers very sad and very upset. We don't need to go into it too much longer. We all fucking get it. We don't believe in this. We think it's going to be bad. Just like we just talked about Suicide Squad. There's no hope here. This doesn't sound like anybody believes in this stuff from a creative point of view. It's all about money, 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 money. And it fucking sucks. Having said all that. There's a lot to look forward to from Square. And they're, the year that they are planning on having, and hearing this to me, is such good news that they believe in Final Fantasy 16 hitting on the date that they put out. What's that mean for Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth? I think that this points to confidence that it is going to hit in that winter 
area that they're talking about, whether that's late this year or more likely early next year. This is the first time I've actually really believed that we're getting rebirth before the fiscal year starts over probably in April next year, okay. uh, which I think is, well, let's stay tuned for that because that definitely would be a strategy of even if they put it out the first week of April, then all of a sudden they, they're able to count that money differently uh, for the success of that game will undeniably be financially um and on top of that we know that they have a bunch of other projects this is a square that is leaner because it doesn't have crystal anymore it doesn't have idos it doesn't have the uh the western side of things so it is just more back avengers. to the traditional square enix things no avengers uh but it does have octopath traveler 2 and all of those type of games uh it has the final fantasy pixel remasters it has duds like forespoken but it also has what looks to be major successes on the way with Final Fantasy 16 and otherwise it has a maintained revenue source with creative to back it up with Final Fantasy 14 online and um we know that Kingdom Hearts 4 is coming what do we not know about that's coming down the line like the surprises like Stranger of Paradise and things like that I I think Square is in a very interesting place right now and I, I think that they're they've been on a, a roll for the last couple of years and not a roll without major misses of course but I don't like if there's major misses, I'm okay with it when there's also major hits and they've had major hits and looks like they're going to continue to do that uh, for the next year or two at the very least. And I'm really excited about that. Could not be less excited and like honestly anti excited about this blockchain stuff they're talking about, but eh, it is what it is. I mean, you nail it, Tim. I can't wait to see what Square has up their sleeves. But the blockchain is so far away. If I wanted something more immediate, say what came to the mom and grab shops, where would I go? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform is listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show host each and every weekday. Out today before your eyes on PlayStation VR 2. Go play it. Five out of five. Hear all about it on the PS I Love You XOXO new episode up right now. Uh, the new Hellfire Larback uh, Kimono is on in Wild Hearts today for the first March update. Paw Patrol Grand Prix DLC Arena Mode is available today. Uh, Chronicles of Forgotten Tears is out now on Steam. Destiny 2 Lightfall's new raid Roots of Nightmares is out. Uh, there's new free street Streets of Rage 4 update. It unleashes custom survival mode, cooperative moves, and more than 300 improvements across all platforms today. DC's Justice League Cosmic Chaos launches on consoles and PC today. I'm very excited to play it. And then Fortnite Battle Royale Chapter 4 Season 2 Mega is out. New dates for you. The Guys releases March 17th uh, on Xbox, Switch, and PlayStation 4 slash 5. And then the Outlast Trials will launch in early access on March 18th, 2023 deals of the day it is still mario day ladies and gentlemen and steven petite over at GameSpot says mario day promotions are essentially mini black friday sales only featuring nintendo mainly super mario products that means you can get a variety of nintendo switch exclusives for 40 dollars, a price rarely seen uh, for most of the games on offer basically every major mario game for switch is discounted for mario game if you're looking for a traditional mario platformer the trifecta of super mario odyssey super mario 3d world plus bowser's fury and new super mario brothers you we you know super mario brothers u deluxe are up for grabs alternatively you can make your own fun with super mario maker 2 uh of course mario kart 8 deluxe yada 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 i'm going i'm going i'm going mario's fucking awesome man god bless this little plumber meanwhile new super mario brothers movie themed toys are available at major retailers too ladies and gentlemen get on thank it. you it's all out there right now you can buy your tickets for the movie as of right now as well and there's a deal for, uh, I think, on Fandango, if you, uh, I forget what the code was, but if you buy one ticket, you get one free. Nice. A BOGO, some would say. BOGO! Would say we ask people watching live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames and youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames to go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games and listening on podcast services around the globe. The Portland Kevin writes in and says, Tim said we have never seen a turtle or Koopa in a blue shell in a Mario game, but there were Koopas with blue shells in Super Mario World, the ones that give Yoshi wings when he eats them. Tim may have meant to say a spiny blue shell, which I don't know if we've ever seen. I love seeing this level of hype for the movie. That is very true. That is very true. And I'm not trying to, you're wrong that you're wrong because I, I, I'll give it to you. But I've always seen the ones in Mario World as more of a dark silver. So it's like the silver. Is less, it the blue dress or silver dress? Less of a blue, but more of a dark silver. But you know Hold what? On. You know what? I get it. I'm not. I, I, I'll take it. You're wrong. I think this is a Tim thing. All right. This is a, a melt. I can thing, hear Barrett. Okay? Barrett's bringing it up. Bar yeah. Barrett's hitting me B-roll. Oh, no. He's Barrett's click clacking away. It's hard to tell. Hold on. You're saying Super Mario World? 
Yeah. Yeah. So I've got an image that I found of this guy right here. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. Oh. That's, that's I've always blue. read it more. I know. Again, I give it to you, but I've always read it more as like it is like a sh it's shiny, you know, like it's a shiny shell. That's what mm. I call it growing up shiny. But yeah, hey, you're right. It's blue. I'm wrong here. I mean, there's there's evidence across. Four I, just, I just wanted to make sure that, you know, you weren't like uh, there's like a colorblind thing that we needed to like check yeah. you for. Yeah. No, there's a lot no, of things no. we need to check him for. That's fair. Uh, yeah. Dean L writes in and says, Exo Primal was shown as day one Game Pass. I'm not sure if that was new from this show, uh, but I didn't know that previously. We've said it, Dean. There you go. And then Timmy Buddy says what Barrett brought up as B-roll. You can use the code Mario Luigi, all one word, uh, for the Fandango movie, Mario movie BOGO deal. So there you go. Ladies and gentlemen, believe it or not, this is the end. I said it was Monday at the beginning of the show. It's actually Friday. This is the end of your work week, which means... You have a oh, new no. week of Kind of Funny Games Daily next week. Uh, hosts are going to look like this. Monday, it'll be me and Tim. Tuesday, we're hoping it's Blessing and Andrea. Andrea Renee, uh, the busiest lady in the business, is confirming that schedule to see if she can do it for us. Uh, Wednesday, Blessing and Greg. Thursday, Greg and Blessing. Friday, Tim and Blessing. If you are watching live right now, after this, we are doing the Dead Space finale and then some Fortnite. Uh, if you want to catch the stream later, you can, of course, subscribe to YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. But you can watch live on Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games and YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games and have a great time. This, ladies and gentlemen, has been Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, head to patreon.com slash kindoffunny over on patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. Or, or that works too. You can get each and every episode of the show ad-free. You can get dozens of exclusive uh, episodes of content. And you, of course, can get all sorts of cool benefits like watching the boys and girl. Was it, wait, Joey's not on this. It's just the least, right? Elise, scream, yeah. scream. Oh, uh, you're watching the Joey's boys and girl uh, review so. scream. Sick. What? Joey is on. Oh, girls. Uh, review scream today. Uh, you can get that on patreon.com slash kind of funny. Of course, later youtube.com slash kind of funny. Blah, blah, blah. Screencast podcast feeds. I digress. Use the uh, Epic Games uh, code kind of funny when you're checking out. So we get some money. You don't cost anymore. Uh, tell your friends about the show. Have some fun. Go watch that PS I love you. Go check in on a blessing doing the Mario Day stream. And then, no matter what, ladies and gentlemen, until next time. It's been our pleasure to serve you.